0: everybody to fly over footy uh we have an interesting show today it's just a collection of interviews i've been getting in the last several days um the last week or so uh last week of course we had two games on tuesday we had uh the u23s playing des moines menace and they lost 1-0 on thursday it was against the des moines menace again slightly different lineup not much change though except for the score line and the way it went it was 2-1 in that game um Des Moines Menace won but in the second half Scott Gallagher drew things even and really owned the second half um, as far as the attack the ball was mostly on the Des Moines Menace side of the field but they expertly countered on one of the few chances they had in that, um, in that game. So of course, you know, these guys are veterans. They're older guys. You hear a lot of that coming through in the interviews as well. Um, and so I don't know, I was really proud of that team. I thought it was really cool to see all the guys that came out and, um, It's getting better weekly, right? Um, Jacqueline came out this last Monday game um, on the 2-0 victory uh, from Scott Gallagher versus Wichita FC, or FC Wichita. Um, So, yeah, the team's cool. All these college kids coming back, a few U19 players, a few players that um, are playing. You know, there's a great story about Al-Sadiq Hassan that we're going to get to today, so... um, let's just get straight to some of the interviews though uh you guys mostly know what happened if you're listening to this so let's just skip to the interview this first one i'm gonna put the the big one at the front uh we talked to lutz Steel. santiago was on this one and uh we just asked about what he thought about the day and the players and we also slipped into a lot of uh, usmnt talk as far as the players that are playing in germany uh, and that was cool especially josh Sargent. we got to talk about him because uh, this is a big off-season for him. So enjoy this interview with Lutz, and I'll uh, hit you up for the next one after that's over. Uh, we're at the uh, St. Louis Scott-Gallagher U23 game versus Des Moines Menace with Lutz Vantage Steel. It's exciting to talk to you on a day like this. It's uh, beautiful weather, and we're watching live soccer.
1: Yeah, I mean, the second game in three days. Uh, <laughs> uh, a bit odd because it's uh, two times the same two teams on the field, but definitely... Uh, very interesting to watch uh, also from the setup very different you see that uh, st louis have lots of young players uh, talented players while menace uh, is a team which you know physically extremely good very experienced uh, a team which is always playing a, a very good role in that division and and you can feel that but uh, i mean the first game i think they, they, deserve, they deserve to win that game mm. but today Getting used a little bit more to the to the big bodies up there, and I think uh, it's pretty much an open game today.
0: Very much so. Um, have you what have you seen as far as tactic changes, or do you think it's pretty similar? Just curious about your eyes on the on the game.
1: No, I think it's um, it's pretty similar, but uh, I think um, you know to play against a physical team like that, uh, try to try to have the ball on the deck, try to annoy them a little bit, try mm. to be in their face, and I think. Uh, uh, it's more like getting used to that level as well. I think uh, you always have to put a, a big credit T also to Steve Trichu because putting the boys together in such a short time, having just a handful of sessions, it's not very easy. While the other team have like approximately 50 guys on the roster. Yeah. They know each other very well, they're playing together since a while. So it's, uh, I think they, they, they're doing pretty well today.
0: I agree. It's been a lot of fun to watch the uh, two games together, and uh, especially today, they've looked good. Uh, As far as in your country, in in Germany, where you're from, uh, semi-pro or, um, you know, amateur teams have a chance in your league as well. Have you been to any of those games, or what is it like in in Germany?
1: Yeah, the setup is a bit different. I mean, you know, Bundesliga, second Bundesliga is clear. I mean, that's that's two... very good divisions, I think the second Bundesliga is probably the best second division in Europe. Uh, the third Bundesliga a little bit controversial, but by now people are used to it and then we have it split like in uh, four regional leagues, which uh, is the fourth here where most of the second teams of the Bundesliga clubs are playing in uh, it 's a good development league. And then below that is more like the semi-pro level, like that. So it's basically the fifth tier in Germany where some players go to school, some players work. But you also still have a few teams which are going semi-pro, even pro.
0: There's a stigma about uh, the difference between uh, a team like this in Germany versus a team like this in the United States. Um, you've noticed that Des Moines Menace is big and they're physical, um, and so that seems tends to be an American stigma for this league. Um, so we've been told it's a rumor that perhaps in Germany you find a lot of guys that are older that are smart enough to not have to run so much and use their physicality. Do you find that to be true, or do you think that's just uh, it is not true?
1: No, I mean, uh, you know... Uh you have some of the the more experienced teams in the Regionalliga, which is the fourth tier, where you, you tend to sign in some older professionals, uh, which yeah, probably don't run as much anymore as as the youngsters. But there you see some extreme differences, like if you take Hoffenheim 2 or Mainz 2, it's extremely young players, very talented to play a lot of pressing high-speed football and then playing against a team with lots of 32, 33-year-old guys. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, it's completely different philosophies. Uh, uh, yeah, kind of crashing on each other there. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it, the a fourth, little bit true. Yeah, the 4 and fifteen you do find some older <laughs> professionals. That's cool.
2: <laughs> Lutz, uh, what does this compare to uh, to what you have in Germany? Like, what will it be?
1: Difficult to say. I mean, um, you know, I think I think uh, to, to, to have a fair... Analysis there, you probably need to see that the teams play at least five, six times. Um, I see, I see. To be honest, uh, Scott Gallagher, I see in, in that moment more like a like a, like a U19 team in, in in the Bundesliga, probably a little bit older, or like a like a second team as well, um, which I would probably put also in the in, in in the fourth, roughly in the fourth or fifth tier there, where they, they could play. Uh, obviously, it would be difficult to, to, to compete at that level. Yeah. Uh, the guest team, uh, I mean, you know, they're so strong physically. I think that you just simply would would, would have your issues with them. Uh, I also think they're tactically well prepared. You see from the coach, he talks a lot. But again, it's uh, for me like two worlds are kind of like coming together today. Yeah. Having a, The 97, 98, 99-born players against the 204s and 203s, it's just, uh, I think it's a complete different concept these two teams having today here on the field. Yeah, and maybe, yeah. There's no right and there is no wrong. Agree, yeah. It's
0: just fun to watch. Um, Can I ask some men's national team questions, perhaps German uh, players who play in Germany? Um, Let's talk about Josh Sargent, I'm wearing his jersey today. Um, What do you think about Josh? There's rumors that he might move. Uh, What would you do in Josh's situation?
1: I mean, I followed uh, Josh very, very closely, um, not just because he's from St. Louis already before. You know, a very hard working player, he he creates lots of spaces for his teammates. And I think he's one of the few players this season who was, well, very promising again uh, at where Bremen had his spell, I think where he scored like four goals in four games, uh, before Bremen uh, hit that really, really bad form at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, where the Bremen already last year, they uh, just escaped by a, by a whisker last year. So, you know, it shouldn't be, they shouldn't ask for, the, for a second time. So, mm. I think for them, it would be the best to do to win that game against Mönchengladbach on the weekend and, and do it by themselves. Because you don't know what uh, Bielefeld will do, and especially you don't know what Cologne will do.
0: Yeah, if you were Josh's coach, do you think, what would you say that he should work on the most perhaps to, uh, or perhaps uh, what team should he move to? There are a few things that Josh could decide in the next year.
1: I mean, he's a great player definitely the team because he works so hard for his teammates and I uh, you know great character of a player. Um, I think uh, you know staying in Bremen is always an option if they stay in the league because he 's one of the already most experienced players uh, He knows the league well, but of course uh, lots of American players streaming to play in the Premier League so I, I believe that Josh also will have that, that goal in front of him um, well, what he, I mean what he can improve in uh, the end of the day he always would say. Like looking at the stats, uh, I mean, he could score a few more goals, but that also depends a little bit the team we play. And uh, Bremen is not a team which creates lots of chances. So this season, I think, uh, as I said, he was for me the, the best player of the season of Werder of Bremen.
0: Yeah, that's great to hear from you. Um, let's, I've been dying. I'm sure you watch lots of Hoffenheim. So I've been dying to ask you about Chris Richards and uh, his play this year. Uh, it was a surprise, but uh, I feel like he grew into the role a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think the perfect move to the perfect time. I mean, Hoffenheim had not a very good season uh, for their standards. It was, uh, yeah, you can say disappointing. Mm-hmm. You know, you normally expect Hoffenheim always be somewhere up there near the European places. And in a good season, you can go Champions League. In a normal season you play roughly for the Euroleague and if you have a bad year, then it's like this year, 10, 11, 12. Um, But for him to come into this setup uh, at this moment in time, in the winter, was perfect. He would have not got any playing time in Munich. I think he needed that playing time at the top level to to not just play in that third league we spoke before with Bayern 2, which they most likely also will get relegated this year, Bayern 2. Uh, so for him, I think it was the, the perfect match. I think Hoffenheim already said that they would like to keep him for another year or, or they're very interested in that. So that's a clear, clear, uh, I would say win-win-win situation. <laughs> because Bayern Munich gets a player with more minutes. He developed in one of the best leagues in the world. And uh, yeah, I mean, and Hoffenheim has a, a very highly talented player. Yeah, Did you
2: Yes, so uh, I want to ask you a little bit about MLS. So MLS has been... a uh, Four or five weeks into their season, have you been following and any teams, any players that you like so far?
1: Yeah, I probably watched every single game because if I don't watch it live, I will. I will. Sorry, I watch it recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was at uh, last week. We were at the East Coast. I watched uh, uh, Philly against Red Bull. I watched DC against Chicago uh, because I wanna, you know, watching games only on TV or on, on the video. You of course you're getting a certain feeling, but I personally, coming from with a rec- recruitment scouting background. I need to see life in the real speed to get a feeling what the league is really made of. And uh, yeah, to be honest, I mean, uh, I was surprised uh, of DC because the last few years were not so good. This season they seem to have a better punch. Uh, I was uh, uh, very impressed by Philly. That's for me at the moment the the nicest team to watch, for me also the best team. I mean. You know, I'm one of my closest friends in football is the general manager Ernst Tanner. We work together in Hoffenheim, so I know exactly, I see, I see what he's doing and it works. Um, and yeah, I mean, also that game against Red Bull was interesting because I also know the head coach of Red Bull very well, uh, Struber, and uh, he is very intense when it comes to pressing, when it comes to counter pressing, when it really tries to stress the opponent. But to be fair, uh, you know, if you play Red Bull and Red Bull doesn't even come into a pressing situation, that shows that the other team plays some brilliant football. Mm.
0: Two last questions. Uh, you mentioned uh, the way Philadelphia Union play, Red Bull play. You've mentioned in the past how Hoffenheim plays. You like it. They're all kind of similar in a way. Is that something similar to what you might want to set up?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, pretty obvious that uh, we will not. Our game will not be based on a, on a pure passing and possession mind. So we will be a high pressing team and uh, we will be a very intense team where we will be trying to, to, to be very attacking minded, but also very highly pushed up. Uh, so a high intensity, uh, a lot. Uh, I would also call a high physicality is something we need to play. I think uh, not just that We will play it uh, in our professional setup. We will play it with the the development team. We also will play it in the youth. So our our style of play will be similar from all the teams which will wear our our crest on the chest, so to say. Uh, of course it's a it's a, you know it's a big transition uh, it's something you need to we need to get into the mind and into the bodies of the players quite early so I think that extra gear 22 to 23 was a very very uh, a good move for us uh, but definitely our our style of play will be uh, yeah you can focus a bit on, on Leipzig a little bit on Hoffenheim like that kind of style uh, we will we will try to represent also uh, with the mindset that uh, you know we want to reflect the Midwestern mentality mm-hmm. hard working down to earth you know you show your teeth you go out there and you fight uh, and uh, and you're going to you're going to grind your opponent and you're going to press and you're going to run them in the ground and you're showing uh, so you, you must show heart and spirit and i think that is what what i'm really focused on that it's not just it's not just. Uh, playing football, it's also creating a DNA that everybody knows what that club stands for or what the region stands for, what the city stands for. And I, I, I like to see the way the, the blues the blues, kind of uh, representing a similar way of, of approach. Agreed. That is what we want to do as well.
0: That's cool. Very good. Last question. Um, you are the sporting director of St. Louis City SC. Um, what have been your thoughts on Tuesday and tonight as you watch these games? Just anything? Or what are you
1: looking for maybe? Oh, I mean, right now, I'm, you know, I'm still in a phase where I'm really completely focused on our academy and our community. We always said that the community is the foundation we need to build properly. There is uh, right now a perfect time. Of course, I'm trying to have as much overview over the market as possible, uh, like watching all the MLS games. I also will go now for the European Championship back to Europe and will watch probably 80% of the games in the stadium live to also talk to people to to discuss certain things so for us to have an overview of the market what's happening is important but my main focus right now is to really get a a great U17 and a great U16 team on the field uh, this autumn This is the first two teams which will actually play in our colours I think that is where we, we want to focus on where I believe we're having a a great year, first year of five. with lots of talents in the, in the region. And uh, I always say, you know, uh, a city is not built in one day. Mm. <laughs> you need to go step by step. And our uh, approach when it comes to community, uh, plus our approach when it comes to academy, that is really important, not just for the next two, three, four years. That's important to build a legacy for the next 10, 15, 20 years. And that is why I'm very particular and very focused right now on that. Thank you so much, Lutz. Appreciate it. Thank
0: you so
2: much. Appreciate
1: it. All
0: right, Lutz Fennigstiel. That was cool to listen to all that stuff. And, you know, he gave us a lot of time. 15 minutes is a lot longer than last time I talked to him. And, um, again, I, you know, I just want to say thank you to the you know the PR department of STL City. Uh, they don't have to give me <laughs> this attention. They don't have to give me Lutz. And uh, it's been really, really nice to get an opportunity to talk to them as much as I do. And so, you know, a lot of times you see uh, the grassroots style media kind of just slip and fall and to the wayside and become, you know, nothing. And that could still happen. It's fine. Um, I was planning on it, you know, but uh, as long as we're getting opportunities like this, I want to repay them with lots of content. So, um, thanks to them and hopefully more to come on that one, uh, for, the foreseeable future. The next interview though is Luis Swisher, the assistant coach for the U23s, of course the head coach for the U19s. And uh, he just gives me some information about how they set up the team in the first game versus the second game and and how the second game went. So enjoy this short interview with Luis. We got Luis, he's an assistant for the U23s, head coach of the U19s, of course, and lots of other things, but uh, what happened, man? What happened at the end
3: there, do you know? Well, I mean, I think the guys worked uh, pretty well, especially in the second half. Uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, a last-minute last, last minute, uh, mistake, but, you know, I think it is. Uh, it was good Good uh, seeing a progress from two days and, uh, and then seeing the guys as well. Uh, trying to perform well and and you know hopefully with more time we will we'll get better definitely were there any changes you guys made between uh, Tuesday and tonight uh, yeah there were a few and in, in, in regards of the not only giving fresh legs to some of the guys that played 90 minutes over uh, on Tuesday but also you know um, changing a little bit the the formation now that we have a little bit of information on what was the first game so that helped and uh, so I, I think the guys that were first half we were in, we were in sharp and great but uh, also I don't I don't feel that they were as they were in the first game which the uh, first half was controlled by them um, and then second half I think uh, you know ending the first half and second half it was uh, more even and, and that's how we, we have our opportunities. Yeah I would even say that
0: um, St. Louis owned the second half as far as the attack. Um, they just got a little unlucky on a counterattack, which you know is going to happen, but um, why do you think what do you think went so well for uh, the guys in the second half? Any changes or just the way soccer goes?
3: Uh, I think you know they, they they're starting to get some ideas, some information. I mean, uh, it's 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 tough with not a lot of days, but yeah, uh, I think we need to give credit to the guys that the, the little information and the little moments where we can give them a little bit of, of what what to do on the field, I think they're grasping that pretty quick and that, that helps Uh, These guys, you know, obviously that's why they're selected because they have, uh, obviously, uh, the game understanding and that helps uh, as 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 with that small information to grasp it as quick as possible. Um, I think the subs went well as well, and that that's huge as well for us as a club. Get uh, four guys getting minutes and getting comfortable as well versus you know versus men, Mm -hmm. and uh, and that uh, that helps as well. I mean. They've been back-to-back playing games over the weekend, playing within the weekend, helping these guys, and now, you know, again, another game over the weekend. So that's good to see that they're feeling comfortable and and uh, that they're, they're performing, so... Yeah. You, last question.
0: You know, you mentioned Saturday. You guys have a game, a U nineteen game, where which you're the head coach. And so I, I imagine some of these guys will play with you. Or is it you're gonna have to rest some of them because of this?
3: Uh, yes. A few. The the ones that got less minutes. Obviously, we tried to manage. That's why some of them got subbed because of you know thinking as well on Saturday. Obviously, they will have their minutes as well on on Saturday. But. Uh, but yeah, definitely we'll we'll need to manage their load and uh, and also there's all the guys in the nineties waiting for an opportunity and this is the, the, one of those games that they can have those opportunities as well.
0: All right, the another interview after the second game of the week was uh, Patrick Schulte. Obviously the goalkeeper slew. He's had some uh, men's national team experience with the youth sides. And he's at SLU right now. Uh, I wonder how long. Right? <laughs> Gen- Generation Adidas could be knocking on his door even as soon as this year. Uh, so we'll see what happens with him. He's had a really good couple of games that I saw on Tuesday and Thursday. I missed the one on Monday, but you know, Tuesday he was a busy guy. I Kind of, you know, allude to that there in this interview. But uh, second game, he was still called on a few times and made some really good saves. Especially, you know, I think the first goal that I saw in that game, he made a save and then you know someone was able to follow up on the rebound so um, he's been great and I definitely think he's part of the reason that we've been able to stay in these games every time so here's Patrick Schulte after the second game of the week Patrick Schulte here Uh, just uh, how do you compare this game to like a slew game what what was the level compared to that harder or just different Uh, oh I'd say it's just different you
4: know for us we've only been together for about for me at least five days so you know it's just we're still trying to figure each other out and you know try and just build that camaraderie as a team so I mean the difference I think between us and SLU is SLU were just a lot closer as a team just because we've you know been able to train with each other but I I think we'll get there as the season goes on.
0: Yeah you did know some of those guys from the U19s at least Jansen right Um, so at least that helped but um, yeah getting to know them I'm sure that was uh, difficult any more SLU guys coming up do you think? Uh, not that I know of.
4: I know you're only allowed to have a certain amount from each college on each team. So I don't, I don't think, I think this is right on our max.
0: Right on. Um, well, you looked great out there. You had a lot to do on Tuesday. A little better today, though,
4: right? Yeah, definitely. You know, we're, we're still learning as a team. So, you know, from Tuesday's game to today's game, we you know we've learned a lot. And, you know, we had a really good showing. Just one one mishap and, you know, it happens. It's, it's soccer. So that's yeah. just the world we live in.
0: Yeah, it is. Speaking of that, slew, you guys came pretty close at the end there. But uh, how would you feel about the season? overall it was a good season
4: you know we're still young, really young um still a lot of learning moments we've our last two recruiting classes i think we brought in over 20 guys so you know we're still growing and, and learning and you know learning the college season especially for our freshmen this year so uh, i'm expecting big things out of our team next year right,
0: and thanks so much no problem all right the next one is my favorite it's al Sadiq Hassan. He is a player that never made it into the top academy teams. Uh, he, you know, I think he made it up to the elite level or something like that, but uh, he went on to Quincy University and there's highlights posted online of him uh, if you want to look those up. It's on our timeline on Twitter for sure if you want to find it there. Uh, but easy to find on, on YouTube. The guy's awesome. If you like Lewis Hilton, You're going to like Al-Sadiq Hassan uh, because at least on this level, he looks even better than Lewis Hilton in the attack, I'd say. He's got a good free kick like Lewis, but mostly, wherever the ball is... Al Sadiq wants to be there. You know, he makes his way all over the pitch to make sure he's involved and make sure he's getting in some defensive actions. He's just crazy. And I'm not sure how he's able to keep up an entire game, uh, but he's so, so good. Stands out as the best player. He's the captain of the team. He's the number 10 on the team as far as jersey numbers. And, uh, you know, he's really good. His story's crazy, and we need to get more details. This is not something I'm gonna to allow to stand for long. We got a few details about him coming to the U.S., not speaking any English um from Iraq, his sophomore year of high school. And here we are now. He speaks good English, of course, uh, but he's going to school and he's a really good soccer player. Having no official soccer experience in Iraq before he came here either. So he's come a long way in so many different ways. Again, we gotta get his story, but here's a little snippet after the first game uh, where we discovered uh, this awesome player in Al-Sadiq Hassan. Uh, Did I get it right, Al-Sadiq Hassan? Al-Sadiq Hassan, yes. Okay, great. I I did okay there, right? (laughs) Um, I've heard a lot about you. You looked great on the field, and so I asked a guy who said hello to you. He said he was your high school coach. can you tell me shortly, like, what your story is? It's a crazy one if I hear it correctly.
5: Oh, uh, yeah. I was born in Baghdad, Iraq. Uh, I moved in here uh, sophomore year of high school. I uh, spoke no English, started from the, started from the alphabet, slowly got into St. Louis soccer. Uh, I never played in a club in my whole life and grew up in the war and stuff. So, Gallagher was my first club ever. Uh, I'm forever grateful for this club. Gave me my first opportunity ever in life to play, to be with an organized team with an organized club and uh, played uh, two years at Gallagher. Moved on to college. I'm playing at Quincy University right now and uh, headed into senior year of college. And then now I'm back here for my third year at Gallagher. Did you play much soccer in Iraq? Oh, uh, in the
0: streets. No, no teams at all. There's only wars and stuff, yeah. You're crazy on the field. You were everywhere today, man. Um, so yeah, um, what what's it like playing with Quincy? Like, what is your position normally for them?
5: Uh, I play in the sixth uh, defensive midfielder um this year uh was uh our best year since i've been there we made it a conference semi-final we lost to the winner and then uh hopefully we have the same squad going into it next fall so hopefully we'll uh we'll make a good run and make the nationals big hopes from the yeah squad.
0: definitely i'll be looking out for you man because i was really impressed today how'd you feel about the game today?
5: Uh, concerned our first game, it uh, was great to be honest. We've only been together for uh, one week. The Des Moines team is, is a big club, it's known throughout the nation, one of the most stacked teams throughout the nation. They've been in defeated in regular season since 2017. So to come out here and then give them a good fight, uh, was it, was, it was it was good, it was good. They won their last game 5-1 to one and then they're they a really good squad. They got one best players in the nation and then i think we, we got on a good flight but it's only the first game we'll be back at it thursday hopefully yep
0: definitely man good luck and thank you thank you sir thank okay. you all right another favorite of mine next jansen miller he's been spending time at xavier university the things i love about jansen he's, he's so physical he's got uh you know he, he doesn't want to be beat he's got that mentality right and uh it, Des Moines Menace was a really physical, big team, and Jansen really came in in uh, handy. He even, you know, he, he knows how to dive here and there. It's kind of funny when he does, but it works sometimes, and it's necessary against a team like that. It's smart play to do that. I've, I've come to the belief that sometimes it's just necessary in this game, and, and Jansen will do it when he needs to, uh, but in the second game, he just like laid a dude out for sure on, on purpose, and that was awesome to see as well you know i kind of lost my mind screaming about it when it happened and i love to watch that kind of thing so you know jansen's a really fun player he's got a lot of high end i think um and so i'm excited to watch how he develops and hopefully moves on to mls at least a pro career of some sort it will be really fun to watch him play in uh the pros at least the usl or higher so all right here it is jansen miller after the first game last week uh jansen miller after the game how did you feel it went man it was hard, difficult a team that hasn't lost in three years. But yeah. <laughs> I feel
2: like we showed well defensively. That, that's what we were trying to do, have a good defensive showing. I feel like we showed it. One mental lapse, but I think as a whole we fought and we'll get. We have another chance at them on, on Thursday.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, got physical throughout the whole thing, right? Especially at the end. Right. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. enjoyed. Uh, yeah. There was a lot of banter toward the yeah. end
2: there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, they're they're a lot older than us. They've yeah. they've been doing it for a while, but. I don't know. I feel like we held our own for sure. For sure, yeah. yeah. It was. I mean, you guys should be happy with 1 0 against a team yeah. like that, right? For sure. They just won five, five to one. They haven't. I feel like we gave them a pretty good go for our first game in USL League Two history.
0: Yeah, maybe you've been frustrated. Them. Maybe that was yeah, part of it. Huh?
2: For sure. I think last 30 minutes we we did well against them, but I think Thursday will come out. We needed a game under us. We've, they've been practicing for four weeks. We've only had one week of practice, and a lot of guys have been in and out with finals, but. I feel like it was good to have that first game, but one nothing, I can't complain that
0: much. Yeah, I was gonna ask how long you've been training. Uh, really quick, um, I don't have much time, but maybe another time. Uh, Xavier, how'd you feel about your year, man? After COVID, you were yeah. supposed to play two years by now. I know. It uh, individually, I feel like it went well. Um, I got to play. Yeah. And
2: uh, but as a team, we lost like four or five overtime games. So we are young, but it'll it'll be better in the fall,
5: I believe.
0: Nice man. Good game. Thanks for talking to me. Thank you. Thank Amen. you. I see. You.